0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. joined now by Representative Rob Whitman from Virginia's 1st District. Uh, The representative and others urging Speaker Pelosi and Secretary of Homeland Security uh, Mayorkas to take immediate action at the southern border. Uh, Representative Whitman, thanks for joining me this morning. Uh, A caller in the last segment, and many, bring up the question of what the Republicans are doing to fight the Democrats, urging a letter to Pelosi. None of that seems to stop them from doing exactly what they want. And the policies and the changes being made, opening the border, not completing a piece of fence that would literally close off an entire area, for example, or releasing illegal aliens from the facilities without full COVID testing. So what are the Republicans doing?
1: Well, David, we continue to, uh, through our committee processes, to bring up these issues before the Democrats to, to um, do everything we can to make them address these issues. Listen, I think the most effective thing that we can do, and, and, and all of us as a group talked about it yesterday, is to highlight what's happening at the border. And the more people know about this, the more Uh, enraged they become and demand that this issue be addressed. I think the more pressure we put on uh, the Biden administration, the more pressure we put on Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to make sure that they address this issue, uh, to make sure that the emphasis comes from the American people. I can tell you, people calling the offices of members of Congress, people demanding action from the administration is the way this is going to be addressed. And what we have to do is to continue to highlight the humanitarian crisis that's occurring, uh, the actual chaos that's occurring at, at the border, uh, what the effect is on this country. And and as folks stand up and go, no, we're not going to take this anymore, we demand action, that's when I think the Democrats will actually act. So our effort has to be, as Republicans, is to highlight uh, the, the incredible uh, crisis that's been created by the Biden administration. Make no mistake about it. This is fully... Put in place by the Biden administration. In fact, it goes back to the campaign when, when at the time, candidate Biden said, "Hey, we're we're going to open up the borders." In fact, he said, "There's no reason why we can't take in two million people annually into the United States." I mean, it's ludicrous. We knew this was coming. They created this crisis, and for them to turn around and blame it on the Trump administration, who actually put the Remain in Mexico policy in place, had agreements with the Northern Triangle countries. And built processing centers to actually humanely be able to to process individuals wanting to come to this country illegally was the way it was supposed to be done. The Biden administration purposely uh, dismantled all of that. And I think that we need to continue to point that out on a daily basis the humanitarian crisis, what the cartels are doing to exploit people, what's happening with drugs coming across the border, what's happening with taking Border Patrol agents away from the border, to away from the job that's critical to homeland security, I think people ought to be standing up and going, no, we're not going to take this anymore. We
0: Rep- Representative Whitman, I hear everything that you describe. And it could be a cleverly crafted and very realistic work of nonfiction, because this is what we're really dealing with. But with all due respect, and you gave an excellent example of it, instead of just talking about it, President Trump worked with AMLO, the the president of Mexico, to put the Remain in Mexico policy in place. That was an action, not a letter to a speaker, not a letter to members of Congress. Uh, Specific actions, as in putting up fence in areas to channel to other areas where there could be interdiction and detainment. That was a part of those were actions. Writing Speaker Pelosi, urging Speaker Pelosi, talking about it constantly. The American people are aware of this because they're living the problem in just about every community in America in some way or some fashion. Talking's not going to help. Highlighting, even making documentaries is not going to help. Actions, the Democrats engage in lawfare against anything they don't like. They sue the administration. Can you give me one example of where the Republicans in Congress have filed a suit against the Biden administration on immigration?
1: Well, David, I, there, I'm, there are a number of ongoing efforts to do just that, as well as legislation. Now, we, listen, we, we know the reality. Legislation's
0: legislation. not going to get through the Democrats right. in the right. House. Let's right. be realistic about it. I understand what you're saying. I believe in the process, but the process has to have an effect. Right. Lawsuits bring the judicial system into it. Stays. Texas filed a lawsuit against Biden. The attorney general there did his job. On other issues, attorney generals across the country are working together, governors working together. Uh, even in states like Kentucky, where there's a Democrat governor, a Republican AG, filed suit on the Keystone Pipeline issue along with 20 other AGs. The House has the ability to do this. The Democrats are not going to stop, as evidenced by their actions.
1: Now, David, you're, you're exactly right, and what we can do as members of the House in the Republican Caucus is to uh, file amicus briefs on those suits to say, "Listen, we we agree with what's being done there," and to restate uh, some of the, the the points that these state attorneys generals have made about the Biden administration stepping outside the lines of the Constitution and saying that these are the actions that the court needs to take to push back against Article 2 overreach, which I believe the executive actions that he has taken are indeed uh, unconstitutional in relation to the uh, the things that they are allowed to do under Article One and Article Two powers, so you're exactly right. We uh, can and need to continue to to do those things. There are efforts underway, I know, and having talking having spoken with folks uh, from a variety of different areas. Uh, of members of Congress and the different groups here, from the Freedom Caucus to the Republican Study, Study Committee or Republican Study Group, the things that are underway. So believe me, there, there are efforts that are, that are um, going to be undertaken to make sure that we are standing up in every way against this overreach by the administration. And does and does sure that, that
0: consider does that include a, a at least a conversation at this point? Look, I'll be fair and say if you don't want to you know, show your cards, I understand that. But unless action is taken. And again, legal action, you you are right. If there's an overreach or a violation of the Constitution, the Congress, our representatives, do have the ability to file suit, not just join with amicus briefs. So while Leader McCarthy goes to the border... And they have this discussion, is the leadership considering legal action against the administration, not just, joining, amic, not just joining with an amicus brief? Look, an amicus brief provides support if you actually go to a trial phase of a lawsuit. It means basically nothing else than that in the judicial structure, no matter what the type of case is. So amicus brief is like a letter to the speaker. Is the leadership the Republican leadership going to go to the point of legal action against the Biden administration on violations of Article I and Article II?
1: Well, David, I know that we are having those conversations. And, And as you know, the element there is to make sure that if you do that, that you file it in a way to where the court doesn't say, no, Congress doesn't have standing. And you know sometimes in the past when we've done that, they said, oh, no, you can't do that. You don't have standing. Now, on those situations where they made those decisions, I adamantly disagree. I do think that Congress has standing, since there are Article One and Article Two considerations here about what the executive branch is doing, especially through these executive orders. So in answer to your question, yes. Uh, the discussions are taking place to look at what are the legal remedies that we can do as members of Congress in filing direct suits, as well as supporting the suits that are out there by states that take issue with Article One and Article II powers.
0: Uh, just from that point of view, any, con- any congressional representative, and this has been done before, mm-hmm. who has a district, you have to show standing, you have to demonstrate harm in order to be have standing in court if you represent a district any one of your fellow republicans that has been harmed in a direct manner even in one instance you will now have the possibility of standing in a court unless you get into an activist court and the democrats do this it's an effective strategy to use lawfare against republicans on multiple fronts on multiple issues so understandably we know the issues we're, look America's aware of this it's one thing we have is a an information rich society so we know the problems we know the instances we know what's there and this is why the frustration of many like myself who say we, we hear the talk we see the weeks go by and we never see something filed
1: now listen I and I share that frustration to understand what are the remedies as the minority in Congress. And listen, there are things that we can do. Uh, They're not going to be a direct path legislatively. We know we can put those things in and that they're going to sit by the wayside. We know that we can communicate and demand action from Secretary of Homeland Security and the Speaker, and we know that it's probably going to fall upon deaf ears. But what it does is to raise the profile. And remember, David, too, that those are elements, too, of a framework to say, listen, we have tried the other methods that should be done legislatively that have not resulted in action. And I think when you do those things, it does bolster your case when you go to the path of making a legal argument. So you, you want to make sure that you're building a stronger foundation to say there has to be action taken on this because there are clearly Article 2 overreaches here. And there is an Article 1 responsibility for Congress to be able to do those things, it, it, whether it's building the wall, whether it's uh, issues with how we process those seeking asylum, whether it's the other immigration policies, too. All of those, I think, are things that Congress has to take a role in because uh, it is an Article One responsibility. And, and you're exactly right. Uh, when you can't pursue it under Article One then there are avenues, as you speak of, to be able to gain standing to to pursue it under Article 3, under the the, the judicial processes. So those are all elements of things that we have to, as Republicans, pursue. Uh, And I can tell you there are conversations about doing exactly that.
0: Well, I hope so, because I'll give, you know, maybe the Republican leadership needs help from a talk show host. But in one case, the detention that goes beyond what are the rules on keeping – uh, children in these detention facilities, the Biden administration has violated those rules. I'm hearing from my sources of 19 day plus stays as they deal with the COVID issues and other issues. There is a case where the Republicans can actually file a suit against the administration for violation of existing regulations, and I haven't seen it yet.
1: Well exactly. No, you're, you're right. Those, those are clear violations and when things happened uh, uh, previous to this, they were quick to point those those elements out uh, of of where problems happened in the past. We need to do the same here and make sure that we bring uh, that not just to light to the public, but also, as you said, uh, pursue all the other remedies that we have, uh, and that includes Article Three remedies through the court system.
0: Well, let's let's see it. You know, Uh,
1: let's see it, because we are
0: 50-plus days, and in the case of the immigration orders, I think we're at about 47, 48 days, by my calculation, since President Biden began making those changes. Those violations are now clear and evident, and it doesn't take that long to file suit.
1: Well, listen, I I agree, David, and and you, you can be rest assured that I will be emphasizing that with our leadership to make sure that we are looking at every remedy and as you said a very effective remedy is uh article three through the court systems
0: all right let's see what they do because we'll be calling you again Absolutely. you're a good they man do. but i'll be calling you again still Please i do. guess that's Please why do. i would
1: <laughs> we will be standing by
0: <laughs> all right representative rob whitman from virginia's first district uh you know <sighs> We've got a few others out there. We'll be engaging them. I'll I'll put it that way over the next week. A number of other congressmen who think like the congressman and want to get some things done. But leadership has to step up. This is is the problem with the leadership. They've got to be willing to fight as their members demand. I told you yesterday I've had a number of off-air conversations with frustrated members of the party typically junior members, who have gone in there because you've sent them there to do the job, and they see the job not not even attempted to be done. 866 patriot nine five 2874 We've got two minutes to the top. Uh, let's get Joe in North Carolina. Joe, give it to me real quick. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I was just thinking that the only, the only tools and the only weapons we have in this in this fight is our local and state governments. so i i think the only there's the, the federal government is, we have no standing there they're just going to either sign a, sign something the president will either sign something or they'll try to shove it through no we actually have both think? joe we we actually have both which is why i gave one specific example to uh rob whitman and that is the detention beyond the period allowed under current regulations, the GOP leadership could have filed suit right away on that. Kevin McCarthy could have filed it. By the way, I'm not going to put the onus on Representative Whitman on this one because he's not in the position to do this. The leadership has to listen to their members. So, I, I'm going to be fair to him as well. But you're right. We can go local, but if we have combined actions on the local and federal level where you can have standing, then we can at least think of it in, in military terms a pincer movement. I don't care whatever somebody wants to call it, clever term or otherwise. Okay, good. At least there's right. something that they're so hopeful. You know, I mean, it's just sometimes but we keep pushing it them. like hopeful. When they don't Keep- have the, the when they know they don't have the, the votes, they just push through reconciliation or some other crap. You know, they figure right. some other plot. <laughs> plot's a good word for it, and unfortunately the plots do a bad tragedy for us. Joe, thanks for the call, buddy. But you're right. Local, take it to the state. Uh, next hour, return to the airwaves for Doctor Ben Carson. And an exclusive interview about his new conservative think tank, American Cornerstone Institute, at AmericanCornerstone.org. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon Eastern, on Sirius XM
1: Patriot 125.